Maybe. <laughs> Podcast. The show where Joe probably likes this movie way more than he should, and everybody else questions why they put up with him. On with the show. Thanks, Autopilot. I I think that's probably true, but <laughs> we are the movie dummies, and uh, I don't think there's a better movie to that's quintessential movie dummy than uh, Deadpool. So here we are. Gonna talk Deadpool two, and uh, yeah, I'm Joe. I'm Angela. I'm Shannon's friend Matt. <laughs> yeah, no Shannon this week, sadly. So no bad impressions. And I have to say, I did uh, listen to uh, last week's episode, and her Hallmark Theater was quite hilarious. <laughs> it was. <laughs> she doesn't get enough credit for that. So uh, yeah, we're gonna miss you this week, Shannon. Um, but we're gonna have something else in its in its stead, as it were. Oh, but before we get into any of that old shebang, what do you got to recommend for us, Matt? Well, have I got a recommendation for you? Um, so I watched some more of Legion. I watched some more of uh, Agents of Shield. Um. The Agents of Shield season five, season five finale. One of the finales for the seasons just happened. <laughs> a season and finale. A season finale of the. I'm thinking the fifth or sixth season, but it was a big enough a doozy. Uh, the show's gotten a lot better, and they've gotten really good at like throwing the viewer for a loop. Okay. Uh, they, well, they have. A, how did uh, the finale? Did it tie in at all to Infinity War? Yes, except they left some parts out. It was it's kind of strange. They didn't really it didn't really tie in a no, lot. Nobody but they, um, nobody uh I don't want to nobody, spoil it. I don't yeah. <laughs> nobody did the thing that people do at the yeah. Okay. Uh which I was waiting for because I was like, they're gonna do that. But they didn't. So another good um, question. Um Colson is going to be in Captain Marvel. Is he mentioned? True. Or is Captain Marvel mentioned? Is it like, hey, I'm going mm-hmm. off to Captain Marvel's? No, like, <laughs> actually, they leave it pretty ominously because uh, I don't want to give any spoilers, but Coulson's in a position where, like, I don't think he can join anyone without <laughs> <laughs> okay. something, something drastic happening. So, yeah. Um, Maybe Captain Marvel's got to Did he die again? What's that? Did Coulson die again? No, not at the oh, show's okay. end, but, uh, yeah. I, I, God, I don't want to spoil anything. Maybe Captain should... Marvel's the thing that gets him out of it. <clears throat> That's what I'm thinking, perhaps. it's it, it might be. She'll pop him out in the movie or whatever. Sure. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, I'll talk about it later. Um, 
but they uh, there's a really gut wrenching scene in the movie, and then later they like throw you for a loop because they're having like this sad like I don't want to spoil it, but it's gotten a lot better, and okay. uh, they they throw you for loops, and you end up being like, whoa, what? I forgot about that. <laughs> they yeah, they the- start. The season where what's oh man I can't remember any of the names it's been so long where the handsome um, dude who was a bad guy turned into an alien. You'll have to be more specific. That's uh, you're, you didn't narrow it down a lot. Um, you're you know, talking the about guy who was a double Ward? agent for Hydra Ward. That's his name yeah. Ward, where he turns into the alien god or whatever. Yes, that season got really bad, and I was like, click. <laughs> yeah, they it was it was not that great. They had some. Uh, they had some parts where it was like, "Really, you're doing this now?" Because you don't really see it coming, but at the same time, you're like, "That's pretty lame." Uh, but they're got they gotten a lot better. Like it's not lame as lame anymore. They've gotten a lot of uh, uh, moments where they kind of uh, tie things into the MCU. They they do a lot of like plot twists that aren't quite plot twists. They're more like uh, things in the plot that you forgot about. They bring back because like in the in the one uh, thing, eh, the last uh, what do they call that? Wow. I'm, finale? I'm, yes, thank you. <laughs> in the finale uh, they, Coulson is like, they need something for Coulson and they're like, oh crap, you know we, we don't have anything and then they use something like that they used in the very first episode. Oh wow. Huh. And I'm like, damn, I forgot about that. That was a long time ago. So it's it's gotten interesting. Okay. Well, what else you got? Uh, yeah, I watched a little bit more of Legion. Just one episode, but <laughs> man, I love that Did show. Did you watch episode what the latest episode? No, I'm yeah, I'm pretty far behind actually. Still, okay. I think I've got like five or six episodes to go. The or, latest episode is quite possibly the craziest episode of TV you've ever, ever seen ever made. Wow. Yeah. That is real crazy. It is a... It's a be- very bold statement. It's a betweener episode. And, oh, dude, I, I can't even tell you what the purpose of it was. Other than it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But you still recommend it? E- yes. Legion? Absolutely, yeah. That uh, yeah, you really need to see that show if you haven't yet. It's incredible. Even if you're not into sci-fi, Marvel, anything, I mean, the show's just a it's, mind-boggling trip that you should probably experience. And it's beautiful to watch, and it's well acted. Yeah. Oh, the the yeah, like I was saying last time, the cinematography is it just blows me away. I believe the phrase you used was "it has sex with your eyes." <laughs> yeah. Did I say that? I think I so. believe so. Yes. <laughs> I think I remember hearing that and chuckling. Some uh, optical <laughs> orgasms going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Disappointed! Never. Never in that show. <laughs> that's all I got for recommendations, though. I've been super busy, unfortunately. Well, that's all right. You've seen the, the, the important one for the week. What about you, Angela? Okay, so my recommendations this week are kind of older. Um, mm. My daughter and i the big one the 12 year old we the big one watch yeah we watched a couple of of older movies that have just been hanging out on my shelf for a while 
The first one that we watched was called Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds oh, yeah, of course. and Amy, Amy Smart. Smart. And I really enjoy that movie. I like it a lot. Anna Ferris is really funny in it. And Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And it, it's a really good movie. It's it's cute and fun. And you get to see Ryan Reynolds in a fat suit. So that's fun, too. Yeah. Singing I Swear. Yeah. That. Oh, my goodness. Me and, me and Chloe laughed really hard. I swear. While that yeah. was happening. And then I started singing it to her all dramatically. And she got really embarrassed. And it was really funny. Yeah, it's it's a... I think it's an underrated movie. It's fun. For sure. Um, the second movie that we watched was uh, Just Like Heaven. Mm. With Mark Ruffalo and Reese Witherspoon. Uh, another rom-com, super cute. Uh, Reese Witherspoon is in a coma. And she's like a ghost. A ghost? Yep, and Mark Ruffalo is the only one that can see her, and he kind of helps her. Was this on her body? It was not, actually. (laughs) (laughs) But it's super cute. Um, I like like Mark Ruffalo. (laughs) Oh, I love Mark Ruffalo. He's amazing. Yeah, he's great. And and I, I. I have a love-hate relationship with Reese Witherspoon. I love her and I hate her all at the same time. She's, but a, she's a very good actress and a horrible one. All all at once. It's really yeah. weird. Well, it depends but, on the movie. Yeah, she's she's pretty good in this one. She's she's funny and you know. The more I talk about this movie, the more it makes me think it prob it probably belongs on the Hallmark <laughs> show. You know, it she's sounds doctor. Like, it sounds like your description of a Hallmark time. movie. Right, she she's a doctor, and she just doesn't have time to have a life. So, oh my goodness! In the big city, you know, in the big city, yep. San Francisco. Jeez, oh Pete. So, but yeah, I, I definitely recommend it. It's it's cute. Um, watch it, and it, my last just like heaven, re- right? Just like heaven. Yes. Yeah, I mean that's one of the best Cure songs, <laughs> and I'm sure that it plays in the movie somewhere. I don't know. I'm not familiar with that song, am I? If I remember correctly, I believe it is a stripped-down acoustic, someone-else-covered version of Just Like Heaven. Probably. So, anyways, what else you got? Um, My last recommendation is another movie that I watched with my daughter. It is uh, America's Sweethearts. Jeez, oh, Pete, you just watched Cheese Factory. I know, I know. We... We went camping this weekend, so, mm. you know, when it was bedtime, we watched whatever we could download on uh, on the iPad there from Netflix, and not everything's available for download, so. Right. So, we watched uh, America's Sweethearts, and Ugh. with John Cusack, and yeah, I think everybody knows Billy Crystal. It it's this turd in a box. I actually, I think it's cute. I like it. Um, I don't know. I love John Cusack. On that one. Uh, yeah, I'm I mean, not saying it's a good movie. I'm John Cusack's great. Like Billy Crystal's in it, and he's fun in he's it. But great. Julia Roberts's stupid face can never, you know, if if I, I know. never see her in a movie again, I'll be happy. She's just not a good actress. I know, and Catherine Zeta-Jones isn't all that fantastic either. It's but she's not. She doesn't have an annoying face. No, she doesn't. She's actually quite pretty. There you go. Um, 
but I don't know. I I like it. I it's it's stupid and cheesy, but John Cusack does a really good job in it. And Billy, I really like funny. John Cusack. I mean, I guess he's kind of an insane person, but whatever. John Favreau's in it too, which mm-hmm. I, he's he's fun. You're saying he's oh, an insane fun. an insane person in the movie? In no, just in real life. Uh, he's kind of an insane person. So what are you getting at here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't want to shame anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those are my recommendations. If you want a cheese factory, watch uh, some some of those. Some of them, huh? Some of them. Why did if you want to, if you want the essence of Hallmark without actually having to watch a Hallmark movie, there you go. There you go. Yeah, it's. Um, I don't really recall. Just like Evan, I probably saw it when it came out. Um, but I remember oh, being I'm okay. Sure. That's from it's like cute. way long time ago, right? Yeah, yeah. It was probably like nineteen or like two thousand two, two thousand three. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Post thirteen, going on thirty. Ruffalo, right? Uh yes. Okay. I believe we're just gonna so. throw these these things out into the universe and say that they're true. Maybe they're true. You know. Could be completely apocryphal. A word I learned this week. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I mean what the hell is going on with the soundboard this week? Anyways, <laughs> my recommendations are you know. They're okay. <laughs> School's out, so I've been uh, watching a lot of crap. To be honest with you, catching oh. up on a lot of the series that I I straight up hadn't watched. Really, like my continuing series that I would enjoy, I would just watch new stuff for the podcast. So I wasn't watching any Walking Dead or uh, Supernatural or any of it. And me and Shannon are getting caught up on a lot of it now. Awesome. I got to tell you, if you if, if you're not caught up on Supernatural, this this season is fantastic. I'm not. I'm still. They do I a still haven't episode. picked it back up yet. They do a crossover, crossover. episode with Scooby Doo. What? what? It's so awesome. Oh my gosh! Now I have to get caught up. Yep. I have so many seasons to and get in, caught up on, though. I'm like three behind. And that's like episode I don't know 15 or whatever. Then they got seven more after that, and they're all like, they're going a mile, you know, a million miles an hour, and it's fantastic. And like. The very next episode after Scooby Natural, which was the name of the crossover episode, uh, naturally, Dean goes to Sam Jinkies. Oh no! And Sam's like, "Are you going to stop that anytime soon?" And Dean's just like, "Ah, no, <laughs> probably never." <laughs> so I mean, there's going to be there's going to be you know references back to it for a long time, kind of like when Dean's like, "I killed Hitler." <laughs> so right. Wait, wait, Dean killed Hitler. You'll have to get caught up to find out. Um, but besides oh from all that, that TV I've been watching, I would like to recommend uh, a surprise movie. Um, surprise? Yes. I did not think anything of this movie when I turned it on. None of the previews marketed it as it really is. Uh, but it's called Father Figures with Ed Helms and Owen Wilson. I'm not familiar. Um, they go on a... The the trailer had it as like this laugh riot comedy raunchy comedy about two twin brothers who go and search for their father. I'm sorry. Is Ed Helms and Owen Wilson supposed to be twins? Yes. Weird. And their father was, you know, just some rando that 
their whore of a mom banged back in the day, and they have to listen to all these guys talk about how, you know, how great their mom was in bed back in the 70s. Yuck. Good grief. Yuck. And that's all the trailer show, but I got to tell you, it's way more than that. That is a just a eatsy-beatsy, teeny-weeny part of the movie, and it's really more about uh, the family dynamic. And um, I, I can't recommend it enough, man. It was really good. Where might I view this? On demand. Is it streaming anywhere? Uh, you know, you just have to check your uh, Just Watch account since Fan.TV is dead. What? Yeah, so uh, I watched it on demand, and it was very good. Okay. These next two things I want to recommend are both on Netflix, so. Awesome. I watched a I movie have that. called Cargo with uh, um, Martin Freeman and... I think everybody in the world loves Martin Freeman. Yes. Well, sure. He's, he's wonderful. He's uh, the best. And it's a zombie movie where he has to... Uh, he's in Australia for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know if he's playing Australian. <laughs> he just does his normal accent. And he's got to ferry his baby. It's just him and his little baby daughter against the world in a zombie apocalypse in the Australian outback. Oh, my goodness. And... It's very low budget. It's very, uh, but it's very Australian. Shannon's like, she's sitting here, and you know she doesn't like horror movies, right? She's giving me the stink eye. I don't want to watch no dang stupid zombie movie. But I told her you need to trust me. It's it's an Australian movie. It you're gonna like it. It's very well written. Trust me. And Martin Freeman's in it. She's like, whenever. Fast forward ninety minutes, <laughs> she's crying. So, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So th- I'm telling you. I, I recommend it. I I could. He's so good. Well, and it's not it, just. It's going to tear me apart. It, it, you know, those those countries where the government's in charge of basically uh, the movies, like in England and in Australia, sometimes the quality control is better. There's less garbage. Right. You know, the bad ones are still usually pretty good. And the trash is trash on purpose, just for that di- for the demo. But whatever. Right. Um, but you know, I enjoyed it. And uh, on to the next thing, though, because a lot of recommendations here. There's another Netflix movie starring uh, what's that chick with the huge eyes, who's in Mamma Mia? Uh, I don't know. Oh, what's her dumb there's name? There's chick with huge eyes. Yeah, she looks like a cartoon character brought to life. And it there's also. Um, no, I'll look her up. I'll look up the IMDb for the movie. But Clive Owen is also in the movie, and it's called Anon. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's great. Uh, she's okay. She's a good actress. I don't. I can't think of her name. She just has stupid eyes. She's got large eyeballs. You'll know. <laughs> you'll know her when I say her name. Oh, I'm sure. Her. She's not in the top cast of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> It might be Amanda by... Seyfried. Oh, right. Giant eyes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I don't like her. The movie is very simple and small, yet ultra complicated and super interesting. Um, I could say, if you're not into sci-fi, skip it. But if you're into hard sci-fi, I'd say that this is a pretty interesting movie. <sighs> What are you classifying as sci-fi, like aliens and... No, this this is more science, science. This is oh, okay. like hard sci-fi, like 
these are some of the things that could come to pass. Well, I'm on board with that. The whole dynamic of the movie is that there are no screens anymore. You see everything mm. in your mind's eye. Weird. And, like, you can play back all your memories. Everything you're doing is being recorded. And it's about someone who can hack in and manipulate what you're seeing. Oh, that sounds terrifying. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it? I mean, it sounds kind of awesome, but terrifying. But it's it's absolutely in insane. Hands. Because if you think about, if you just think about, like, the world we live in, you look around, there are screens everywhere. Billboards are LED now. And, you know, the, it's just, it's nuts. But in this movie, they're all just sitting there in these very sterile environments. And uh, there's, they're just staring at, at nothing because they're, they're seeing it in their head. They Weird. just all sit down at this big conference table like, what are we looking at? And they're all just staring off in their own direction, but they're all looking at the same thing. It's weird. And then like the Weird. only real screen in, in the whole movie at all or in, in this life is a mirror because that's how you call people on the phone. You look in a mirror so that they can see you. Weird. Yep. And it's also just very interesting, you know, if you think about, you know, the reflection and the whole meaning behind that. But Sure. Um, Clive Owen's great in it. He, he's always great. You know, he's just a good actor. He's just got that mm-hmm. ruggedly handsome face and he's giant mm-hmm. head and he's just acting his pants off. <laughs> um, there's some nudity in it, so if that... I didn't really care for it. Um, but if it doesn't really bother you, go on. Yeah, nudity doesn't bother me. So, on to the next thing. Uh, the next two things are on HBO, if you have such a thing. Uh, well, sure. The first one is... I really wish Adam was here for this because he'd be interested that, to know that one of his favorite movies is a derivative or derived from this book by Ray Bradbury. It's called Fahrenheit 451. I'd never read the book, um, but you know Michael B. Jordan and Michael Shannon in a movie together. I'm just going to watch it, right? And HBO, you know. So I mean, and it's it's Matt. Have you ever read the book? No. Are you familiar with it? Sounds very, very familiar, but so in Fahrenheit wasn't there. Go ahead. Wasn't that like the the book for Backdraft or something? No, no. Fahrenheit four fifty one is a dystopian future where people aren't allowed to read books anymore, and the fire department no longer puts out fires; they burn books. Oh, yeah. So there, it history's been distorted, and the only three things you're allowed to read are. The Bible, Moby Dick, and something else, and there half of the book is emoticons. <laughs> Weird. It's, it's hilarious. Moby Dick. How does Moby Dick make the cut? They're it, they're not the real versions of the book. Oh, okay. They were each like a paragraph long. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So no whole chapter on thing listing things that are white. Okay. No. So yeah, um, and it's. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Equilibrium with Christian Bale? No. Matt? Sorry, what? Have you ever seen the movie <laughs> Equilibrium with Christian Bale from like 2002? No. It that is, doesn't even sound familiar for, for some oh, it's, reason. It's very cool. Um, it's super low budget. Like super low budget. And uh, very high concept. But come to find out, I had no idea. A lot of the I mean, it's it's straight up lifted from Fahrenheit 451. 
Oh. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting, I guess. It would be a horrible place to live, somewhere where you can't read books. Um, yes. You, I mean, ignorance is bliss, right? No. Knowledge is power. To a power. certain extent, I mean, yeah, but I mean, you, you, you'll have to see it. There are also, people are on a drug to help... Um, curb their enthusiasm. Yeah, just to, it's the same way in equilibrium. They're on a drug that in equilibrium it's it's spelled out exactly what the drug is. It call, it dulls your senses so you don't feel anger or hate or love or lust or um, and that keeps the population in control and in Fahrenheit 451 it's never really you put eye drops in it never really says exactly what they do but from you know just comments here and there it has something to do with your memory. Hmm. So it helps control your memory, and uh, it's it's a slow dissolve. The world slowly dissolves for Michael B. Jordan, and uh, yeah, it's he's good. Michael Shannon is good. What else do you need to know? I mean, they're both really good. The last thing I want to recommend, finally, it's over, is this <laughs> quirky little hilarious. But super smart show on HBO starring uh, what's his nuts? <laughs> Sorry guys, my brain <laughs> that guy. died today. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, it's called Barry, and it stars Bill Barry? Hader. Yeah. Oh, I love Bill Hader. It's Bill Hader and Stephen Root and a bunch of other people. And Bill Hader, oh my gosh, is a hitman <laughs> from Cleveland, what? Ohio. He's a former what? Marine. No. And he's a straight-up killer. I don't believe that and for he, a second. He kills people in the Midwest, in little podunk towns, and finally he gets, like, uh, he's, like, depressed, and uh, Stephen Root's his handler, and he's like, well, you look depressed again. I'll send you out to Los Angeles for a kill. And while he's out in L.A., one of his, his mark is an actor, so he goes to his acting class, and he decides he wants to be an actor. Okay, that makes more sense. And... <laughs> But he's also a straight-up murderer, and <laughs> he still has to murder. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you how good it is. It's it's so quirky, and there's Chechnyans, and they're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, ugh. Please watch What it. is this called again? Barry. Barry. Mm-hmm. I will definitely look it up. Yeah, it... <laughs> If you like Bill Hader, I mean, he's in the creative seat uh, for a lot of this, too. And he's very subdued, Bill Hader. He's not wild. He's not doing voices. Uh, but he gets to do some physical stuff, which is new for him. So, Right. Yeah. So if you like if you like that, I'd say give it a whirl. All right. Whew. So those were our long-winded recommendations for the week. And did we even mention what this week's movie is yet? I don't think we have. I think... I don't want to oversell it too quickly, but we're doing it. We're going to do Deadpool two this week. Um, yeah, I mean, if you if you clicked on this episode, you see the title, so I don't think it should be that much of a surprise. And I have to say, I loved Infinity War, but uh, I'm way more excited for this movie. But we have one more small interruption before we get into it. Are you? I mean, are you guys excited to talk about it? I'm very excited to talk about it. Yes. Cool. You're gonna have to wait a minute because we're gonna do this. Okay. Thank you. 
know, the crap you can find pretty easily on the internet put into a nice neat package. Huh. I said package. <laughs> okay, thanks, Autopilot. Uh, yeah, no Shannon this week means we gotta fill that, you know, the hole left by Hallmark Theater uh, with something. And Matt, you're gonna fill us in on some movie news that happened during the week. Oh, I sure am. So uh, hit us with it one time. Probably the very top of the top of the top of the top of the stories would be that Deadpool 2 did real good in theaters. <laughs> and I don't know if we'll be talking about that much, but... Uh, yeah, a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Um, yeah, it overtook Infinity War as the box office top earner. Uh, record R-rated opening weekend, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I mean... Would it make 125 domestic? Sure. That sounds like a good number to make up fabricatedly. No, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's 125 million. That's, that's a good chunk of change. It sure is. I wouldn't snub my nose at that kind of money. No, 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 no. Any, I mean, it made its budget back. Yeah, yeah. So its budget was 110, which yeah, is almost four times the original's budget. Right. Uh, well, I think they kind of figured it would be successful after the first one. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't as much of a gamble this time so around. It's almost twice the original's budget. The original had a $58 million budget. Hmm. Yeah, this one had 110 So, you know. yeah, They believe. They believe in Deadpool. Uh, and they so do we. Now. I right. believe in Ryan Reynolds. Um, I believe in Ryan Reynolds, for sure. <laughs> The uh, similar somewhat news is Avengers and Infinity War is doing real well. It's approaching the $2 billion mark quickly. What? <laughs> yeah. Are we... It is making an outrageous oh, amount that's right. of money. It made like a billion the opening weekend, didn't it? Yeah. No, something stupid like that. Worldwide, we're talking, right? Yeah. yeah. It was like, it was over a billion. It was like a, it was like a billion and a half. I... I'm starting to think it's going to actually overtake our Avatar now. $1.8 billion. Yep. In yeah. what, two weeks? Yeah. Sounds like that. Three, I think, isn't it? Sweet baby no. G-Buzz. That's right. four days it's been out. Three, wow, yeah. Four weeks. Holy crap. Yep. It's wow. a monster of a movie, for sure. Yeah, it'll probably overtake uh, Avatars worldwide, but... The domestic is only a no. It's a little shy of six hundred. That'll be hard to beat. Yeah. But the Force Awakens. Yeah, because Force yeah. Awakens has like eight eight hundred something, right? No, it's nine hundred thirty six. Nine thirty six. That wow. is tough to beat for sure. Whopper of a film. Um, yes. In more Marvel news, uh, we have. Uh, found out who the next villain will be in uh, the new Spider-Man film coming up. Oh, really? There's a new Spider-Man film coming up? Yes. Oh, wait. Hang on a second. God, I hate how they word this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yes, it's definitely happening. He's in talks. Um, Oh, I just may ship my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they're saying that Jake Gyllenhaal will be the next VLAN for the Spider-Man franchise. Oh, that's cool. interesting. It's weird how they're wording this article, so I apologize, but they're like, 
We, we, we know who the villain is now. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. Maybe. He's in talks <laughs> to play the villain. Oh, okay. Perfect. Gotcha. All right, anyway. Yeah. So, like is this uh, Spider-Man movie going to be with the current Spider-Man? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. I don't see that relationship with Sony spoiling anytime soon. They are because they make money every time Spider-Man's in a Marvel movie, and I don't know if you right. noticed Marvel movies make money. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And I don't yeah. know if you also know this: Sony Pictures is not doing too hot. I did really. not know that, but I could have guessed. Yeah, I mean, um, just think about the last time a Sony Pictures movie was is a hit. I cannot think of that exactly a time of that. It's been forever they're having a rough go of it forever so this spider-man money is keeping them you know afloat yeah four of the top 10 films of all time worldwide are marvel films um how many are disney uh disney if you count lucasfilm uh um i don't know well one two no one the Force Awakens? Yep. The Last Jedi's not in there? It is no longer. It is number 11 now. Okay. Mm. Bubber dude. Because of the Black Panther, you'll see. In <laughs> um, <laughs> more Marvel news, and we kind of mentioned some of this earlier. Uh, I just shipped my bed! <laughs> what the Oh, Clark. Those drops are courtesy of my wife. She thought they'd... She's like, why don't you have those? That's amazing. <laughs> if you don't know where they're from, they're from a commercial that aired one time. <laughs> it was a great commercial, though. Maybe the continue. best ever? Go it ahead. continuously Maybe. plays in my head. Uh, <laughs> the return of Clark Gregg to the Marvel Cinematic Universe big screen. Oh, yeah. Uh, is going to be in the movie Captain Marvel, which I get all tingly thinking about. Yep, um, cool. Who is this person? Clark Gregg. He's Coulson. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, awesome. So, I'm so on my farm here in Texas. In Texas. They've also revealed that Captain Marvel is going to be a bit of a prequel. Yeah, it's going to take place in the 90s. Early it's, 90s. Ten years before any other Marvel movie, uh, there, uh, Clark Gregg was in an interview. He was talking about how uh, he's going to be a new guy to Shield and blah 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 blah. blah. Oh, okay, so he'd be like a trainee, something like that. Sure, awesome. <laughs> like a like an X Men trainee. Oh, so we're, it's going to go back in time. So is yeah. Sam Jackson going to have both eyes? I I'm thinking it might you know. <laughs> It's hard to say. Because he'll be the director, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's the director at the time, or he, he's just some guy that is just, in line. Just that director. guy. One bad mother effer. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Otto. <laughs> All right. A uh, couple more stories to go here. We oh, have... Hit me. The Happy Time Murders oh, trailer. Dude. Did you guys see that in front of Deadpool? I It was not in the theater that I was at, uh, and I was a bit shocked to see what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what there is, is a this? rated R trailer. 
okay, that played in front of Deadpool in my theater. Did it? It didn't play for you, Angela. I don't know what you're talking about. She would probably know that. Happy go. Happy time. You would. You would immediately know what we're talking about if you saw the trailer. Um, It is Melissa McCarthy, uh, directed by Brian Henson. And it's about Muppets what? and about what they do after the movies are over. And there's just like, it's like Roger Rabbit, but with Muppets, but way dirtier. It's like, there looks like there are quite some funny people in here. There's Miss L- Melissa McCarthy, Catherine Car- Hegel, Elizabeth Banks, Maya Rudolph, uh, Leslie David Baker, also known as Stanley Hudson. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Stanley uh, Hudson's oh, got a big him. part in it. This it looks like it's going to be a riot. I oh, did you see the very did the trailer? Did you watch the trailer, Matt? Sorry, I did not watch the trailer, so I, I I'm going in complete shock. I'm going to watch the trailer tonight, though. So the the trailer ends with a Muppet banging another Muppet and shooting silly string all over his office. Jesus Christ! Yes. Wow. And oh yeah. boy, which. I just ha- I was convinced when I watched the trailer that that's something those puppeteers do all the time, just for just for gag, <laughs> just for oh, fun. In between right. every take, when they're doing a G-rated movie, they're like, "I know for a fact, Frank Oz shot silly string all over Mark Hamill's face." Oh, he yeah, <laughs> come here, <laughs> young one, and just <laughs> blew oh, his mind. Mm, you know, just <laughs> being gross. The force is with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, I yeah. actually don't like Muppets so I'm not even remotely interested in that you're oh. gonna make me cry you're the worst um, person on earth so okay I know <laughs> uh, the last no 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 the last story I wanted to mention is only a rumor but mm. there is there is talks there is talks, there's whispers, there's great ruminations of a movie following the solo movie that's all going to be about uh, Lando Calrissian. Yeah, they're dropping some weird news about Lando this week. There was a lot of uh, trailery type things happening with Lando in my theater before Deadpool. Hmm. Well, you know, they, whatever, you know, just people got to push their agenda and they ask the writer of the movie, I think it's Lawrence Kasdan. It's like, so Han Solo's gay, huh? Or no, Lando Calrissian's gay. He's like, well, Lando's pansexual. He's he has sex with everybody. So they just got to appeal to these broader audiences, and I don't know. It's just it didn't seem necessary. Hmm. I mean, was Lando gay before? No, I mean he was just bang anything, which I wouldn't have like. You don't need to say that. Like, I get that anyways, you know, that, <laughs> you know, who wouldn't want to bang Lando? Right. Uh, Billy D version. Me? Right. I'm good. I'm, I'm okay with that. I, hmm. I don't, I don't need, I don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Never had a thing for Lando, personally, but, you know. Yeah, but he's just smooth. Colt 45. Well, Billy D Williams is smooth. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So. Oh, okay. You know, it's it's kind of like the doctor on Doctor Who. He was, he's just a, he's not a human, so it's just like whatever, you know. And they've sure it it is what it is. Yep, but I don't know. We're probably going to see a Lando movie, so get used to it. Right, and that's all the. You new- sound unhappy about it, Joe. I don't know. 
how I feel about some of this stuff. Like, I don't want to be that guy though, so I'm just gonna hold my tongue. You know? Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it, on the one hand, it's like, well, yeah, I don't know. Never mind. Nothing can get... ruin Star Wars. All right, let's just get no. that straight. To me, for me. The Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, and Star Wars are always going to be there. Just waiting for me to watch. Nothing can change that. And I understand that you have to change things to a new market, right? I get that those things gotta... But people's political agenda can just go suck a fat wang. Because I don't need your agenda in my movie. I watch your movie to escape that. If I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the news be crazy. Yeah, yeah. People are so I, divided, I, I mean, and everything's such bullcrap. I don't watch it anymore. Nobody talks about anything that's actually true. They just talk about their narrative, and I don't need your bullcrap narrative shoved in my face while I'm trying to be entertained. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, if if it's something like an anon, if they're talking about the dangers of technology, I mean, that's something that's imminent. That's not something you can just bury your head in the sand about. But I mean, a, that's also what just, Ted Kaczynski was trying to tell us sure, all those years ago. In a very acting out Horrible way. <laughs> right. In a very horrible way, but yeah. that's what he was trying to get across. And, you know, Elon Musk now is carrying that torch saying, hey, AI is going to kill us all. We should probably not <laughs> let it control I'm everything. I'm a self-driving car. I mean, yeah. I've been saying that ever since I first saw iRobot. I'm like, that's what's going to happen. Sunny. Yep. Except there is going to be no Sunny. It's just going to be a world of Vicky. I had a dream, Detective. I love Alan Tudyk. Tudyx is the best. Oh, my goodness. We're going to talk about Tudyx in a little bit. Tudyx is better Are than Are we? Yeah, he's in, he's is in he Deadpool in too. this movie? What? He's in Deadpool. Let's just go into it. Deadpool 2, guys. All Where right. is Tudyx? Yeah, we'll talk about it. Oh my goodness. From the title sequence to the after credit scene, Deadpool 2 gives the viewer a genuinely unique movie-going experience. Sure, the sequel is a lot like the original, but it isn't just tongue-in-cheek making fun of superhero movies this time. It's also lampooning itself by making fun of the callbacks to the first movie. They talk about its box office gross being less than The Passion of the Christ, or even being able to erase every event in this film in the <laughs> post credit scene. I think it's a masterstroke of irreverence and is actually a bold step forward for the franchise. Ryan Reynolds is impossibly charming as always. The supporting cast is X for squizzit. <laughs> and Josh Brolin looks like he had fun for the first time in his career. The critics and viewers are in agreement uh, that the movie is a hit with 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, both audience and critics. And it made a little bit of money this weekend as Matt already said, but what do the movie dummies think? What do you guys think of that opening sequence, huh? Where um, we it lose was Vanessa. Pretty great. It was it was pretty. Um, I mean the 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 opening title. No, no the the, car, the title I, sequence I know, comes but, after they kill Vanessa. I'm talking yeah, about yeah, but the title sequence says it all. I mean, with it with all the instead of having names, it's just like, why did you do this? What the <laughs> I cannot fuck believe this serious? is happening. Wait a minute. So yeah. they. We'll, we'll we'll combine both of these talking points. They get Celine Dion to sing a very James Bondian <laughs> opening number, and it's good. The song's legit it's good. It's good. It's not stupid it lyrics is. like you'd expect. It's something. It's better than the last few James Bond songs. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. 
I so, mean, everybody was pretty moved by Skyfall, but... Well, Skyfall uh, was good, but, I mean, you know, rest in peace, Chris Cornell. His wasn't that great. Um, no. Sam Smith's wasn't that great. But the nah. it, it's very James Bondy in the whole title sequence with the, the bagel cream cheese spreader. And <laughs> then he does, they do the same. They, they revisit the joke from the first movie by using the names in the title sequence as a joke. Right. But it's not the same right. joke. No. And it was actually, I was, I was scared that it was going to be like completely different, that it was going to be darker and sadder and you know it wouldn't be full of the humor that i've come to love about deadpool so i i those title title sequence was non-stop jokes i was i know but i'm just like oh no what are they gonna do oh yeah so i mean (laughs) vanessa dies i did not expect in the first i don't know three minutes of this movie to be crying right i mean uh, i didn't cry but I, i couldn't i was very yeah, my my eyes were a little misty, and I was I was kind of I don't know I, I was like well I I wasn't thinking of it because of like cables time travel and stuff, but I was like yeah, come on, please tell me they don't like they're not actually doing this like this is but for the entire length of the movie right you know they leave she it as did. is and that creates an emotional stakes for the movie that they can revisit when he goes into these afterlife sequences that are super touching. They are really touching. He is, oh my goodness. He's so raw and he's so, he takes it straight down to, you know, all of that crap cuts away. All of his bull crap cuts away when he's talking to her in those sequences. Absolutely. And I got to tell you, man, Ryan Reynolds is a freaking good actor. He really is. And he always has been. He just, he got stuck in leading man face for so long, and with his stupid, quippy Van Wilder waiting yeah, nonsense. You know, but this is this is the role of his life. This is what he was meant to be. You know what I mean? This the Merc with the mouth. Is, he is Deadpool, <laughs> just with a lot less murder. He, Absolutely, uh, it yeah, has we, always been this. We learn at the end of the film that he is not Green Lantern or the Deadpool from. <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my gosh so did you guys think the yentl thing was funny the yentl thing was funny and i i love how we kept go how we kept uh do you want to build a singing, snowman it's the same thing right <laughs> it's the same thing i never noticed it's the same song oh and then what's his face oh like, i love frozen <laughs> <laughs> oh dopinder i dopinder, was glad yeah. he came back and he's <laughs> Wade just pisses all over the floor and right. you're making that face you make when you pee. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of piss too. He is, he is a mess. The poor guy is a friggin' mess. TJ Miller's in the movie, um making lists again. That's his his thing. Is he makes lists of things that are, you know, you smell like, you are like, you look yeah. like. And they even make fun of it later. Right. And he's like, oh, here he goes. <laughs> Making a list again. <laughs> uh, which is something that, you know, they used to do to Dr. Cox in the later seasons of Scrubs. They would have, what you know, you? they'd make fun of him for, oh, here he goes. He's making another list. Right. You know, so. Uh, it's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> I love when he returns to Blind Al's and he <laughs> opens the floorboards. <laughs> 
cocaine as no. the cure for blindness. That's cure what made blindness. me laugh. I don't know I what was, what's in the box that's the cure for blindness. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I was the only person in the, the in my theater who noticed that because I was cracking up and everybody's like, "What's happening?" Oh my gosh, I was dying. Oh I it was said Wade's crack. cocaine. <laughs> the cure for blindness. <laughs> and then Al hits him with some wisdom and he goes Except for the skipping right. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey your words are a treasure That made me oh laugh my gosh. <laughs> And then he d- shoves the coke into his yeah, mask, mask and just hits it <laughs> You're right that, I am going to do something stupid Fucking And the hilarious. stupid thing he's going to do is blow himself to smithereenies yep. And that's where we get the first afterlife scene and it's very heartfelt and sweet, and he can't reach her because he's no. not ready. Well, she says your heart's not the right place. Exactly. And his heart's probably in the refrigerator uh, because his, <laughs> his body parts are everywhere. And Colossus comes to his house and picks up all the body parts and takes them back to the X Mansion, which is pretty yep. funny. It is pretty funny. Calls he's him shiny Jesus. <laughs> We get Yukio, which is fun. Oh, Yukio. The wheelchair. <laughs> wheelchair the repo head. And how uh, did you like the, the cameo from all the X-Men? That, that made awesome. me laugh. I love that. Because those were that. That was really like, legit. <gasps> that was McAvoy. And that was right? yeah. and, uh, Nicholas the, Holt and Ty mm-hmm. Sheridan. and Which is funny. We, that's both Deadpool movies. We mentioned Ty Sheridan because he is Wade Watts. Oh, yeah. In uh, Ready Player One. Yeah. Uh, and Yukio is pretty interesting here because she's the chick who's in the Wolverine. Um, she's played by Rila Fukushima in that movie. And her powers yeah. are different. She was a precog. And she's the one who yeah. foresaw Wolverine's death. You will be in the field holding your heart in your hand, you know? Yep. Yeah. But in Deadpool, she's played by Shioli Katsuna and has, like, electricity powers. Something. Yeah, um, she has something like that. It doesn't really matter because both versions are super different from the comic because she's not a mutant. <laughs> right. She's just a ninja. I mean, I didn't think she wasn't. I didn't think she was a mutant anyway. I mean, she's just like a giggly Japanese girl. I loved her character though because she's like all about Wade. <laughs> Hi, Wade. Right. <laughs> Hi, Wade. Oh man, this is my girlfriend. Hi, Wade. What hey, girlfriend? <laughs> then he said, "She says something mean to him, and he goes, "Whoa, pump the hate breaks, boxing friends." <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh a lot. Oh right? man, yeah, Yukio was uh, a little bright spot in the movie every time she showed up. And then we get wait or uh, Cable's intro. What do you think of Cable's intro? It's pretty dark. It is yeah, really dark. It was really dark. I don't <sighs> Cable is a really dark character though. Yes. I wish they would actually have a mission. Do you think go ahead, Matt. I I was just gonna say I wish they would have actually spent a little more time on it because like his like the 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 uh sequences where they kind of show what's going on like were a little short to me. Yeah they Uh, don't spend a whole month you don't they don't spend a lot of time mulling over the fact that he's staring at two corpses that are burnt to death. Right. Right. And you see that and then he sees him travel back through time and it looks painful and then yep. there's a person who's wielding fire so you kind of can make those connections by yourself yep. but 
what the question I wanted to ask is, do you think that <laughs> the joke later on uh, when Ryan Reynolds goes, oh, you're so dark. Are you sure you're not from the DC universe? <laughs> Do you think the cinematography in the cable sequence of the future was deliberately meant to look like something out of a Zack Snyder DCEU movie? Because I yeah. thought it, it looked yeah. kind of yeah. cheesy. And and it was, it was like grainy and dark. And dark and brooding. Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. So it wasn't just me. No, I think it was intentional. Okay. <laughs> You're so dark. Oh, man. <laughs> I also really thought it was and hilarious. And Josh Brolin, my goodness, he is good. Yeah, he's a great actor, but I don't... He never seems like he's having fun. Right. Like, in this interviews... Movie, I think he had fun. For the first time ever, if you've seen him in interviews, he talks about his man crush with Ryan Reynolds, and, you know, on and on from there, but... Even even the video of him taking a dump. I mean, you would have never seen right. that out of him. He's a serious actor. I think so. the fact that his dad has passed away might might be a different or might have been a game changer for him for his career as well. Maybe. Like it made, might have made I him free, you know, feel dead. free. Yeah. Oh, what's Barbara Streisand doing? Uh, sad, <laughs> I imagine. He's dead. Yeah. Well, geez, oh, Pete, I I didn't know about that. <laughs> I I think I think unless I'm thinking of somebody else, which is is completely possible. Oh, I'm sure you're right. Uh, so don't quote me. I thought the cere- the cerebro scene was hilarious. <laughs> right where he's got cerebro on his head and he's like, I can see the he's future. He's just repeating everything Colossus says. <laughs> right. I thought that was hilarious. Then uh, fast forward, we go and meet Firefist. Who is a legit comic book mutant? So, yep. You know, what did you guys think of Fire Fist? I mean, he definitely uh, cussed more than I would have expected. <laughs> it's a Deadpool movie. I think the yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, the kid actually has some untapped like humor that oh, they could have used. He's not dead. That's what I thought. Sorry. Um the the kid's from a he's in a Taika Waititi movie called. Hunt for the Wildebeests with Sam Neill. Mm. So if you liked Thor Ragnarok, you'll probably like that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think he had some untapped humor they could have used more of. Because uh, when he was, like, after he confronts him when they first reveal Juggernaut, spoiler <laughs> alert, he's like, <laughs> he, he's, he's like, don't you say legs, and <laughs> he like, flips in the bird and imaginary oh, rope. Yeah. I think they, yeah, uh, they, uh, he, they had some, some, some untapped uh, humor they could have used more of. Because he, I mean, his character's supposed to be taken pretty seriously, but I, his I, character's yeah. a joke, <laughs> right? But I mean, like his emotions and all that. He's supposed to be in like a serious state of, you know, right? He's supposed to be all hate. Well, sure. I mean, he'd been tortured <laughs> right. by awful people. Yeah, and I think, yeah, he's just, to a certain extent, he's justified, which is what, you know, appeals to Wade, which uh, <laughs> we get the used to that from Roll Grab Ryan. And then uh, he, Wade oh gets knocked, knocked into the uh, the apartment. He signs a Wheaties box with Hugh Jackman <laughs> on it, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> and 
what's he what does uh ryan call that dude the orderly he's like secret set sex lips yeah he's like doing your secret sex lips (laughs) well he shoots that creepy he's like he looks like a weirder looking steve buscemi i was just about to say that he looks like a younger version of steve buscemi only like more creepier looking right? right Yeah, yeah, he's definitely creepier well, looking. He's really creepy when he's got that big hole in his head because <laughs> Wade yeah. shoots him in the face. <laughs> yep. And that gets him a one-way ticket to the icebox, which is a prison that, you know, we got to push this plot forward. And do you guys think it was necessary to for them to go to the prison? I mean, uh, not really. I don't know how else they're going to introduce Juggernaut, but I don't think a lot of it was necessary. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's fine. I didn't have a problem with it. Right. That's where, you know, Cable, they're stuck somewhere, so that allows Cable to catch them. Right. right. Which he does. I, I thought it was funny that he was just like, he's like, oh, that was my cell, you know. Like, yeah. Gotta run, gotta run, gotta run. And then... There's a lot of good jokes in there. Black Tom. Was a oh, funny joke. <laughs> the kid shoving the pen up his prison purse. <laughs> There's prison, his prison wallet, whatever he called it. Yeah, prison wallet. Prison I can hear wallet. you rummaging around in there. <laughs> um, oh, it's slimy. But before Cable makes it to the prison, <laughs> he runs into two rednecks who are <laughs> having. If you Matt Damon and it's, it's Matt Damon and Alan Tudyk. <laughs> Oh my god! So I, I missed it completely. If you don't remember the conversation, Oscar <laughs> winner ridiculous. Matt Damon is talking about the best way to wipe your butt after taking a poop, <laughs> and he's talking about you know you get Cottonelle flushable wipes, and that's the star of the show. <laughs> no, 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 they were huggies, huggies, whatever huggies. you know. But he's talking about using good a for babies a wipe. You know, to get in there and get that stuff real good. And then, you know, maybe if you want to, you know, take dry another piece off. of dry toilet paper, another quick right. wipe just for fun, that's good. Or if you you got 30 seconds, you can use a hairdryer. <laughs> this is an Oscar winner who whose cameo game is off the charts because he was also in Thor Ragnarok. Was he? Yes. I, he was oh the, the actor in Asgard that was playing Loki. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no yeah. way! Yep. Somehow I missed that too. And I just I wonder mean, he, if his cameo game has been good ever since Euro Trip when oh, he yeah. showed up and Scotty, Scotty doesn't, doesn't know. know. <laughs> oh my gosh! But that just shows you he's in for having fun because you know he just seemed like he, that yeah. dude. He I was. Does. I wonder though if they were trying to get Tyler Labine to be in there with Alan Tudyk and they were going to do Tucker and Dale. Uh, I don't know if that was like an idea they had, but they couldn't get him. So you know, let's just call the other guy <laughs> who's famous for his redneck cameos, Matt Damon. Right, absolutely. But if you know it's Matt Damon, next time you watch it, the second time I viewed the movie, I could hear his voice. Oh my gosh, oh. it's gonna be so! I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. But that leads to <laughs> Cable getting to the prison. Such such a ridiculous conversation, <laughs> and he meets up with Deadpool. tries to kill the kid. We think he, you know, Wade thinks he's after him, but he's really after the kid. They don't play with that too much. No. Um, and when Wade falls and hits that table, and he's like bent into he's his like knee, broken in half. Oh, oh so my gross. gosh! 
and he sits he's, up really fast. He's wearing a collar that takes yes. takes away their powers. The, the ice box is a mutant prison, and they're all wearing right. collars. Right. So that he so he doesn't have his regenerative powers. His cancer is taking back over. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's no good for Deadpool. No. Right. And he breaks in half, but throughout the fight, like his collar gets damaged. Yes. So. So after he's broken in half, he's allowed to. He sits back up. Regenerate. Oh, hello, superpowers. <laughs> oh man. Oh my gosh. And I love that cables the volume knob that Cable put on his gun goes to 11, which is yep. a reference for Spinal Tap fans out there. So, oh, man. And uh, Wade blows them out of the prison in the end. Him and Cable have a nice fight scene. I think Josh Brolin did some good stunt work in this movie. Yeah, for sure. It was um, really believable. It was it was fun to watch. It, it reminded me of the style of fighting that they used for Batman in the Chris Nolan Batman movies. It's called the Casey huh. method, where it's it's yeah, very yeah. up close and it's violent, and it's about disabling. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of that, just less elbows. Yeah, there's definitely less elbows. Yeah. Oh um, my gosh, he, I love that. I love when Wade uh, references the Winter Soldier arm. Yeah. <laughs> when are people going to get sick of seeing a robot arm? <laughs> Well, during all this bullcrap that's going on, Russell des- decides to befriend the quote-unquote monster in the basement, which is Juggernaut. Um, right. I, I like how which he's like... I think we all knew. He's like, and it seems like a lot of foreshadowing or something. Like that. Yeah. It's <laughs> a steaming pile of foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, but after Wade blows uh, him and Cable out of the prison, they just go back home. Yeah. It was a real hard cut to them, you know, to them being home like he's wades back, he's at, back the at, at sister Al's. margaret's oh was he yeah talking to what tj and then oh okay dude the recruitment scene for x-force <laughs> killed me <laughs> it killed me oh man when oh depender's like god damn yeah oh my gosh when he <laughs> when he lets peter join the crew <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Which Peter's just this dude named Rob Delaney, who's a very funny man, and he has some of the best lines in the movie. Freaking! I don't know why Wade likes him so much. Starts calling him Sugar Bear. I know. <laughs> you know, you know who's killed more. Th- I bet I know who's killed more people than this cable feller, melanoma. Oh, you mean this? <laughs> I don't know much about this cable fella, but I guarantee he hasn't killed as many people as melanoma has. As he's putting sunscreen <laughs> on. <laughs> During the gear up scene, everybody's uh, cocking their guns and checking their <laughs> swords, and he's putting on sunscreen. Oh you know what's funny is I thought, I thought Terry Crews was going to be like legit in the movie. Like, oh, spoiler alert: none of them are in the movie. <laughs> no, it's all except for, except for Domino. Domino's the only one. Yeah. Uh, Domino's we've got the only one. She's got Terry luck Cruz. power. We've got Rob that? Delaney. We've got Bill Skarsgård, who, if you guys don't know, was Pennywise the Clown in the new It. Mm-hmm. Brad right. Pitt was the Vanisher. And Louis, oh. Louis Tan was Shatterstar. And Louis Tan's got a big role on the show uh, Into the Badlands, and he's very good in it. But uh, oh, okay. the, reason, the reason I thought that uh, Terry Crews is going to be legit in the movie is because Bedlam's an actual character. Yeah, uh, well, they're all real. Right. Except for Peter. Right. right. Peter. <laughs> 
I mean, uh, Shatterstar is a pretty big deal in X Force. Oh yeah, you know, I don't recognize. I didn't recognize the name immediately for Bill Skarsgård's character, but uh, yeah. But they're only cameos oh, yeah. in this movie because they all die almost immediately, and it's <laughs> it is such a, a piss in the face of the team up movies where they all come together. He, he, <laughs> Even Teamwork. Deadpool constantly is like, yeah, X-Force. You know, he's just like so excited. <laughs> but it all blows back in his face immediately. And even, w- in the, even when he goes back and, it, you know, spoiler alert, he he steals uh, Cable's time sliding device. And he goes back. He only saves Rob Delaney. Right. <laughs> he's like, go home, sugar bear. You don't need to be in here anymore. And he's like, yeah, it's probably it was best. It's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't you know? Don't save Shatterstar for sure. He was a bit of a douche. Oh, right. he was. But oh, Domino man. lives because she's lucky. That's her. That's her mutant power. And what's she hilarious? Like Ra- really Wade, lucky. Wade refuses to accept that right. that is a power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that is. She's not lucky a thing. in a way that has already been displayed on screen magnificently. I don't. You know, we've already talked about Supernatural on this episode once, but I would like to point you to an episode from one of the earlier seasons, I believe it's titled Rabbit's Foot or something like that, where uh, Dean and Sam steal a rabbit's foot that uh, Bella is trying to sell. And Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dean touches it first. The, the thing is, though, you have super good luck, and then you don't. If you lose it, you, you die. super, yeah, yeah. And he, like, one of the best things is he throws a ballpoint pen, and it sticks in this dude's gun, and he goes, I'm Batman. And it... <laughs> <laughs> and it's super funny, but yeah, that's that's like Domino's luck. Everything goes her way. Oh man, when she like when the trucks crash and she like just lands on that blow up. Oh yeah, panda. the panda. It was panda a blow up display. panda. Oh man. Oh, oh yeah. That yeah, she just she just straight up walks away from the steering wheel for the the convoy. All right, yep. lady luck, you take the wheel. <laughs> yep. She just walks away. She yeah. lands in and the it, passenger seat. And it with stir, like it steers around the corner and yeah. stuff all by itself. <laughs> it's, fine. Like, it's insane. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, the whole scene is great. Deadpool yeah. on the moped. I, th- I thought it was pretty <laughs> hilarious because he's like, it's definitely not a superpower. There's no way. And she's like, I'm in. And he's like, you're what? Yeah, exactly. You in? <laughs> what the? <laughs> I love when Cable shows up and the first thing that happens is. Cable punches Deadpool real hard, and he, while he's falling down, he kicks him in the face and says, Ooh, somebody That cracked me up. And then he stands up, and he's like, give me your best shot. And he does the thing from Wolverine Origins where he, he blocks all the bullets with his sword, right. except he doesn't this time. Because <laughs> Cable's like two feet away, and he's just shooting him in the chest. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh, that was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I was dying laughing. After he does it, he, and he's standing there, he's like, ow. Exactly. He says it like a question, too, which made me laugh. <laughs> so the, the convoy crashes. Um, you know, Domino's fine. Wade's okay for the most part. And we find out the monster in the basement is, in fact, Juggernaut, voiced by Ryan Reynolds. I bet you yeah. didn't know that. Yep. Did not know that. And he rips <laughs> uh, Deadpool in half, which was disturbing. <laughs> that was I'm going to rip you in half. He's like, oh, oh that's such yeah? a Juggernaut thing to say. Right. <laughs> Ooh. 
I can't feel my legs. Oh, there they are. <laughs> and I don't know what's more disturbing, watching him get ripped in half or his little tiny baby legs later. Oh, my God. God, that was hilarious. Or his tiny baby balls. I was balls. so excited. <laughs> the second uh, he got ripped in half, I'm like, it. oh, Look my guy's God. really doing it. He's going to have teeny tiny little baby legs. I was so excited. <laughs> that was freaking hilarious. Oh, man. And then that's that's the scene where they make fun of the T.J. Miller thing. Yeah. Like, oh, here he goes. You sure you want him to do that? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then I liked the joke, too, when uh, Domino and T.J. Miller are all trying to say the same joke at the same time. Right. And it's it's funny to me because her superpower is luck. So she kind of gets the joke out slightly before him. Right. You know? And he's like, oh, he's man. Like, oh. I thought that was just fun writing. It was. And did you guys like the basic instinct move? I thought that was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I had the, fun uh, explaining what that was to Shannon on the way home. <laughs> She's obviously never seen basic instinct. Can you think of a movie yeah. that less fits her sensibilities than basic instinct? <laughs> uh, Sugarls. Yeah. I think straight up porno. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but she understood after I told her, and she's like, "Yeah, that's gross." <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my gosh! When Cable first comes in and he's he's talking. Oh, you mean this? <laughs> the first order of business is to get me in front of Cable so I can pull all the fucking blood out of his body and fashion his bones into holiday jewelry. Then I'm gonna take his skin and stretch it out over a homemade mating drum. He's standing right behind you, isn't he? <laughs> That is such a good line. He's, he's standing right behind you, isn't he? He's staring at him. Exactly. You know, it's the play on the old thing. He's standing right yeah. behind me, isn't he? But you can see right. him, and it's hilarious. <laughs> then Owl of Al points the gun at the wall again. <laughs> I almost shot you. You mean the wall or the fridge? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I like how after like the scene's pretty much over, she's like, I don't even know what's going on. Right. right. <laughs> the superhero team up is fun aspect. Uh, the real X-Force anyways. And they pick up some X-Men on the way. They pick up Colossus, Yukio. Well, they don't really pick up Yukio and Negasonic. They show up later. But they pick up Colossus. And no, Yukio... Colossus shows up later. Yeah. They, oh, they try to pick later. up Colossus. He plays, uh, what's he play? Peter Gabriel? Yeah. It's Yeah, these guys. His phone looks like a little boombox, yeah. and he's holding over his head. Uh, and then they, his suit's all duct taped up too, which made me laugh. Yeah, because he just got ripped in half. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness! And I don't know if you noticed, but like, remember in the first movie, he gets stabbed in the head with that knife. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The hole in the side of the mask has been like sewed up, but they left it there. Right. All, all of the damage he took in the first movie is still there. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, so they go and they find Russell and Juggernaut. They're at the, the Essex house or whatever where Russell, where we found him in the beginning of the movie, and he's going to go kill that headmaster because that guy's an abusive dick. And I can't, you know, don't, don't stop him, but it turns out that right. he turns into a murderous piece of junk, and he's the one who kills Cable's family in the future. So that's why uh, Deadpool's like, oh, I want to save him. So he's going to try to talk him down from it. Um, so that's where they're going. But they have a juggernaut to deal with. And uh, 
they try dealing with him. Colossus shows up just in time, but not before <laughs> Deadpool takes a iron fence post through the head. And he's that, he, uh, it's so funny that uh, the music that was playing in the background was the best part of the movie, <laughs> right? And he's like doing like the Holy hand shit. motions to his face. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. The music that I played for the intro is a choir singing, you know, cussing. And this is Holy the, shit, the first uh, sc- movie score that has a parental advisory on it. Right. That's amazing. This isn't a soundtrack. This is just the score. Has parental advisory. Right. right. Oh, Deadpool would be proud. Oh, my goodness. On Colossus is hilarious, and he's like, I will have to fight dirty. And he, oh, he fights dirty. Oh, oh he does. <laughs> oh, my goodness. His de- Juggernaut's demise is just beyond hilarious. He I mean, gets... is it his demise? Because they say no, something he... like, we better get um, out of here before Juggernaut wakes his, up. Yeah, before Fucker not wakes up. But he, it shows yeah. him climbing out of the pool later. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's, okay. he's not dead, but it's... <laughs> It doesn't make it any less funny. Yeah, hell of a way to go. He gets uh, an electrical cable shoved in his bee hole. Right. He gets pushed into some water. (laughs) Not a great place to be. No, no, not at all. I also really loved uh, Deadpool getting his black and gray X-Force suit. Because in the comics, when he's on X-Force, his suit is black and gray. They just pull this off by uh, Russell hitting him with some fire. Right, and the front uh, of his suit is like all, all ashed up. So, all right, I thought that was pretty cool. I don't get how Juggernaut survives that. Like his power isn't breathing underwater. <laughs> That's true. Well, he's the unstoppable Juggernaut, I guess. I don't know. Mm. I, I'm Where? not a huge Juggernaut fan, so I don't know. Wow, you know exactly how what his powers are exactly. I mean, I just thought that it was like if he got any momentum, he couldn't yeah. be stopped. Yeah. Like, literally, just wouldn't be stopped. That's part of it. He's super strong, and he wears the helmet, so Chuck can't read his mind. And did I hear that right? It was like, so you wear that helmet to keep your brother out? Is he yeah. supposed to be Charles's brother? They're brothers, yeah. yeah. But they're oh. like stepbrothers, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Weird. Yeah, but he's in a wheelchair, so... You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Then we get the, the character arc, baby. We get Deadpool sacrificing his life for Russell. He puts his a collar back finally on. finally in the right place. He jumps in front of Cable's bullet, takes it right to the heart, has a hilarious dying scene that takes way too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can feel it. I can feel the soul leaving the husk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's killing me. And then the afterlife stuff again. And we get to see Ryan Reynolds for real. Yeah, for real. For the first time in the movie. Yeah. And uh, it's touching. It's very touching. But, all, you know, she can sense that Cable's about to do something, I guess, because she's like, you gotta go. And yeah. Cable time slides and puts the arcade token that he gave Vanessa at the beginning of the movie. And he wanted it back after Cable put it in his fanny pack. I'm oh, sorry, his u- utility bag. Yeah, yeah. It's a fanny bag. It's Who a the fanny fuck bag. are you trying to fool? <laughs> you sick son of a... Yeah. Um, He puts it into right where he gets shot, 
and uh, Deadpool Lives. Yay, Deadpool Lives. And Fire Fist is saved. Yep. Well, so is Cable's family in the future, because Fire Fist never becomes a bad guy. Right. And, uh, yeah, so... Uh, also, Russell doesn't get a chance to kill the headmaster because Dopinder takes it. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. He gets a second ride on the murder train, and he is <laughs> into it, baby. He is pumped. <laughs> yeah. I want to bathe in the blood of your enemies. Yeah. It's. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, uh, the movie ends with some voiceover, and then we get some fun credits. Yeah, I was super bummed that there wasn't a post-credit scene. There was a mid-credit scene. Yeah, but I, I mean, I stayed all the way through the credits because Negasonic Teenage Warhead fixes the time-sliding device, and then Wade yep. uses it for hilarious purposes. Oh my gosh! Go back in time to shoot the first oh my version gosh. of Deadpool. Yeah, and he, then he kills <laughs> X Men Origins Wolverine Deadpool. Yeah. And then he kills Ryan Reynolds yeah. as he's looking at his script for Green Lantern. I love it, too, because, yeah, Ryan Reynolds is like, you finally hit the big time. This is it. <laughs> Deadpool shoots Flat. him in the face and goes, you're welcome, Canada. <laughs> oh, the joke about Canada earlier was freaking hilarious, oh, too. Oh, Where yeah. He says, like, F Canada, and he's like, you shut your effing mouth, you sick. No, he's, it was much worse than that. He was like... He's like, oh, I just want a race of like really dumb people I can invade, like on an alien planet, and they can all, you know, I don't know, just like worship or something like that because I'm going to be so much smarter. And he's like, can we? Wouldn't we just do that to Canada? He's like, you shut your fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it was good fun. But also in the mid credit scene, he saves Vanessa. So, hey, <clears throat> what happens there? The whole the whole movie just got erased. <laughs> Right, it you know makes you wonder. Time travel is a heck of a thing. How the, what what are we going to see for Deadpool three? I don't know. I mean, all that stuff never happened. So or did it? Or did it? Or was just Vanessa alive for it? He saved because he saved Sugar Bear too. So yeah, he but... still had his X Force team up. <laughs> you know, man. yeah. Timelines are confusing. I don't know because he wouldn't have been if he had. If Vanessa hadn't died, he wouldn't have blown himself up. And if he hadn't blown himself up, then he wouldn't have found himself at the X-Men mansion as an X-Men trainee. And well, you know, it depends on probably how... would have never encountered Firefist. It depends on if to... he just uh it depends on how much he changed. Like how many times he slid. Did he only just do the one and he just you just see him? You know what I'm saying? Like no, like Cable didn't. He only went back and put the thing on Wade, and then did everything the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? What if Wade just went back the one time, and we'll catch up with him later? I don't know. Time travel makes my brain hurt. <laughs> only best buddies execute pedophiles together. That's right. <laughs> the last drop I didn't play. Uh. So, yeah. Uh, they've already said that the next movie is going to be an X-Force movie. Um, and I think we know that the team is going to be Colossus, Negasonic, Yukio, Cable, and Wade. And Dopinder. Dopinder, yeah. 
I'm and gonna, I'm gonna use that cab driver as a dildo or something. What's he? What's Juggernaut <laughs> say? Oh, <laughs> uh, he kept saying like, "I'm gonna shove like, the people into the." I'm into gonna Deadpool's. shove the red guy into the old guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I believe him. Right, beat it, midget, and he kicks Cable. Right. Uh, they made fun of his height quite a bit in the movie, which was fun. It's five. Oh god, <laughs> this is pretty funny. It's supposed that. to be giant. When uh, yeah. Colossus first charges toward Juggernaut, he's like, "Big CGI scene coming up!" Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> though it just said so many jokes. Yeah, you know, it was so joke heavy, and I liked how they didn't rest on their laurels and just do the same thing again. They started making fun of themselves. Yeah, which is if you're that self aware, it only makes sense that you're that self aware. Right. You know, and I think let's get into the rating, guys. I mean, what did you guys think overall of the movie? I mean, did did they did it live up to your expectations? Did 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 you come away satisfied with what you saw? I'm I I've rated I believe I rated Deadpool one a ten out of ten movie, mm-hmm. and Deadpool t- Pool two is again a, a ten out of ten. It is a tremendous feat of cinematic fun and revelry, and it just. It, it was a lot of a lot of fun to watch. Absolutely, it was so funny, and it still had those heartwarming moments. And there was a lot more heartwarming moments in this one than in the first one. Yeah, for sure. It was way more touching. I didn't think I cried in the first one. I mean, I didn't cry in either, but it was well, it was heartless. very touching. I am not heartless. I just shipped my bed. <laughs> you cry with it laughter. Was- it was incredible. It was incredibly touching and super funny and fun and uh, I, I just I can't say how much I love it enough. Yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be the movie I watch going to sleep for the next year and a half. <laughs> I'll probably see it seventy five times. But uh, Matt, what did you what are you gonna rate it, buddy? Uh, I don't remember what I I think I rated the first Deadpool eight point something. Um, it was definitely more, more, much more laughs than the first one. Uh, I think it was better all around, a, a better all around film. Um, I know there were, were a lot of heartfelt scenes, but like, uh, it kind of mixed me up because I couldn't quite take them as seriously hmm. because they were either immediately followed by or immediately following like some hilarity and. Uh, it was just difficult for me for to kind of not blend them together, I guess. Okay. Because, I, I mean, once, the, like, some of the sad stuff happened, I was already, I was still cracking up. Right. So, uh, yeah, some I mean, of the, you follow her death immediately with all those jokes in the credits. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, I'm like, oh, man. But it was still a really great movie. Uh, I thought it was better than the first one. I'm going to give it a 9.15. All right. I also think that it was an improvement, and I don't want to say that it's better because I think that this is as like a storytelling device. It's it just becomes more complex, and I think that um, they had the budget and they had the time to and, you know the writing time because I, I don't think they had very long, like nine months or something from start to finish to make the first one, which um, is just insane. It's insane, yeah. Uh, but I think this is just more complex. And it could have failed, right? I mean, we can all admit that this could have been a spectacular failure 
because how do you follow up such a movie that was like lightning in a bottle? Right. And without, for sure. I mean, you know, I was, I was terrified that it was going to end up being awful. How do you make it fresh without changing anything, but you change stuff to make it fresh, but not too much so that it's not unrecognizable from the first. And I really think that this is a perfect sophomore movie. I think it's how you do a sequel to a, I mean, it's an impossible task. It was like, how do you, how do you make Infinity War? Those writers, you know, I mean, this is all on the back of the writers. They are the heroes of these movies. Uh, they really are. And nothing. It, it can't be said enough that the bullcrap Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3 crap that we saw in the early aughts, all that crap is over. You know, X2, X3, it's all over. Writing is going to make us as fans happy. Because without the solid script, we're not going to get good movies. And DCEU, are you listening? You need to have a solid script with meaningful villains. And can you tell me the villain in this movie? Uh, No. Exactly. I can't. Exactly, because every character had an arc. Oh, wait, wait, I got one. I got the villain. The villain is the headmaster of the freaking school. Sure, the or the villain. dickhead that killed Vanessa, but he dies yeah. almost immediately. I mean, if Cable's the villain, if Russell's the villain, you know, Juggernaut's, like, kind of a villain. They all have an... Juggernaut doesn't, but the the other two have an arc that takes them back into the land of Wade. Non-villainy places. So, I mean, right. well-written is well-written, and I don't, you know... I get I why people don't like this movie, don't like these movies. They are niche, right? I think the real villain was the uh, prison wallet. <laughs> <laughs> it's even all slippery. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but these movies are kind of niche. They're filthy. They're not they're for irreverent. everybody. Exactly. It's, it's, a st- it's a style of humor that's not for everyone, but it's for me. You know? Anyway. Um. I think this movie is my new favorite movie of all time. And I know that's kind of insane for me to say. Um, but I really enjoyed it. It it It's like it was made for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Bullshit. That's how I feel about Princess Bride. Yeah, you know, Princess Bride hits me right in that sweet spot, too. Um but anyways, that's what we thought about the movie. What did you guys think of the movie? Um, do you think I'm a ridiculous human being for uh, saying it's my favorite movie of all time? I didn't say it was the best movie of all time. I said it's my favorite. Now, <laughs> suck on that wang of uh, bullcrap I just spouted. Anyways, <laughs> hit us up at moviedummies.com where you can find Shannon's reviews of Hallmark movies and uh, the show posts mm-hmm. that you're listening yep. to right now. Let us know what you thought of Deadpool 2. Um, I know we didn't talk about all of it, so hit us up with your favorite jokes, because I know everybody's had some jokes that they loved. Well, sure. It uh, it was filled with them, wall to wall, nonstop. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the, uh, he's like, explains why he can't tra- time travel back or whatever. Right. And he's like, oh, that just sounds like lazy writing. Yeah. <laughs> Open up the collar. What's the number? Seven. Oh, that's just lazy yeah. writing. <laughs> that a lot. Try seven. <laughs> yeah, still got it. That's only the chick one who number, played Domino. Just... What's her name? Zazie. Uh... Something super crazy. I don't know. Da-da-da. 
we'll look it up because she deserves a mention she was fantastic she was really awesome. good and you know in the limited amount that marina background was in the movie we should mention too she was awesome mm-hmm. oh yeah she's great she's Zazie great. beats is that how you say her name hmm. probably That's how it's spelled Zazie beats she was great i can't wait to see her in you know x-force it'll be or deadpool 3 whatever it's gonna end up being called um it's gonna be fantastic so absolutely I'm very excited for the next movie. But are you excited for our next movie? I don't even know what our next movie is. So, for next week, I know you're all waiting since I haven't told you yet, but it's going to be this movie that I really just want Shannon to see, so (laughs) you all have to suffer through it. It's called Kung Fu Hustle. And uh, I really hope Adam's here for this one because I think he really likes this movie. So uh, maybe he'll make it a priority. Yeah, lazy bum. <laughs> oh, man, you know what we never did? What didn't we do? Yeah, yeah, I I can see this, see this, see this, see this. I mean, it's not for me, but people will like it. It's Yeah, the soundboard's really screwing me today. Oh. I can see the, 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 yeah, okay, so... <laughs> whoa, 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 what's going on? I mean, what the hell's going? <laughs> Graboids. Good hey, one, loser. Thanks. I'm on my farm here in Texas. <laughs> I'm on my farm here in Texas. <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, hit us up next week. Uh, we'll be watching Kung Fu Hustle. If you've never seen it, uh, I would just describe it as live-action Kung Fu Looney Tunes. There's really no other way to describe it than that. I think it's almost impossible not to at least enjoy it because it's funny. So we shall see. We will see. I know Angela is hesitant because we made her watch Kung Pao and I think she still has nightmares. It was horrendous. She just wakes up in a cold sweat. Oh, take me, man meat. And her husband gets really confused. (laughs) She hears squeaky shoes running. Squeak, 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 squeak. Yeah. It's just all nightmare for her. Uh, uh, yikes. Oh, man. So, yeah. <laughs> we will be back next week for Kung Fu Hustle. Uh, as always, I'm Joe. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. And we Ooh, missed do you. Do I get to say it? We missed you, Adam and Shannon. Huh? Who's going to say it? Do I get to say it? Oh, you want to say it? I want to say it. Go ahead. Yay, Michael Bay. Also, bye. 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 Thanks for listening, Leapbacks. Remember to check us out on moviedummies.com and I'll catch you on the flippity flop. <laughs>